0: Hey, welcome to a special teaching edition of building a business that lasts. You know, as we enter into a new year, everyone uh, sets goals. They set goals personally, New Year's resolutions <laughs> don't usually work out very well, uh, at least says the 15 pounds I'm still trying to lose for like six years in a row, um, although I'm not trying that hard, otherwise I would have lost it. Anyway, uh, in, in business, we do the same thing, right? We set these goals or we have ideas of where we want to go, but we don't always get there. And so, you know, today I thought it would be helpful to just have a conversation around things that have helped me. I'm much better on the business side than I am the personal side, if I'm being honest. Um, but these things have helped me both business, uh, per- business wise and, per- and personally. I can't talk today. You think I just edit this out, but I actually want it to be more personal and authentic. So I'm not going to. And so the topic for today's podcast is going to be three tips to stay on track and on mission. I'm going to walk through how we do that as a company. And um, my wife and I have actually started doing this personally as well. But I want to break it down for a little bit. I think it will be helpful uh, for you to be able to think through this yourself and, and look for areas where you can improve. Maybe you're doing some of these things. Maybe you're doing all of them. Um, but my guess is you probably can learn something that might help you improve. And if you improve on being able to stay on track and on mission, what happens is you gain more traction, and at the end of the year or the end of the decade, you look back and you go, wow, look how far I've come. Look how far we've come. That doesn't happen by mistake. The best things happen on purpose. So let's talk through a couple of these ideas today. Um, you know, a lot of leaders end up in this place where they feel like they're in a whirlwind. They're, they, a lot of people call themselves firefighters. and you know, they're, they're going from one fire to the next. And so they get stuck in these whirlwinds and, and it halts progress, really if you've ever been to the end of the day and you you know, you know go home and your spouse says, hey, how'd your day go? You're like, oh, I was busy. You're like, well, what did you do? And you're like, I don't know. Um, most of us have felt like that at some point. And that, that, that really is what I mean by the whirlwind or putting out fires all the time. And so what happens is we don't have goals. We're not driving towards those goals. We're just dealing with whatever thing happens to pop up in front of us. And that's not very helpful. So that leaves people feeling in end- Uh, at the end of the year, like they're just repeating the same year over and over again. They're not making any progress. So how can we improve? Here's the three steps we're going to talk through today. And uh, it's going to be pretty short. So short and actionable is my goal for these episodes. Number one, have a detailed plan. Now that seems obvious, but I'm surprised how many people I talk to where I go, hey, um, show me your overview for your agency plan for next year for your company. Um, And they're like, well, we want to make more money than last year. And I'm going to be honest, for about a decade, that was basically my plan. It was, I just want to make more money than last year. The problem is what I found was once I hit that you know million-dollar mark, which everybody kind of strives for, I was actually not taking home as much money as I had been years before because I was spending on so many other things in the company. And that's not ideal. You don't want to take on a lot more risk. And, and to be really clear, when a company has a lot more revenue – the the owner is at a lot more risk. There's a lot more things that can go wrong. You can end up losing a lot of money. You can end up spending months or quarters or years where you're literally paying to work, and that's insane. None of us should do that. So you got to have a detailed plan. Here's how we do this for ourselves. We use um, a program, if you will, called EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. It comes from a book titled Traction by Gino Wickman. And I'll just give you like the bird's eye view of how this works functionally. And you can go, hey, these are things I'm doing or not doing. Uh, number one, Traction has this thing called a VTO. They got an acronym for everything Vision Traction Organizer. And what it really is is a one page document that lets me at a glance look at um, where we're going. And so on there, there's a 10 year Kind of objective ten year dream, if you will, of what what does the company look like in ten years from now? Not just in revenue, but in all kinds of different areas. And I used to be kind of against this long term five ten year plan because our industry changes so fast in marketing that it didn't always make sense to me. Um, but I found it actually does help drive a lot, both personally and professionally. So. You know, we'll have a vision for what does it look like. How many how many people do we have on the team? How much money are we making? What, what What's our focus? How much money are we giving away? What kind of things have we done as a company that we find value in? What's our mission and focus? Then we back that down and go, hey, all right, what's a, what's it look like three years from now? Because to get to the ten year, you got to be somewhere in three years. I had uh, somebody that I was coaching another agency owner that I was coaching recently, and um, we were talking about plans, and 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 they had a goal. It was a pretty lofty goal compared to where they were right now. And it was more like a three-year goal than a next-year goal. And that's okay. But the problem is they didn't have a next-year goal. And so, you know, right now you should know for this year what's the goal. And, you know, I would say the most simple goal to start with is total revenue and net profit margin. So at the end of the day, once you've paid your team, paid, paid for rent, Paid for all your stuff, all your cost of goods sold, how much money is left over. So by net, I just mean the bottom line. Um, So if I made a million dollars and my net was 10%, that would be $100,000 in the bottom line. So what is the goal for that? It may be different for every industry. Um, So I can't tell you what the standard is unless we talked, but – You know, in our, in our industry, people kind of vacillate somewhere between 10 and 30%. 30% would be very good. Um, 10% would be kind of low, but, but it also depends on the size. So if I'm, if I'm running a, a a $10 million business and I have a 10% net, that's a million dollars in the bottom. Where if I'm running a $100,000 business and have a 30% net, that's only $30,000 in the bottom. So, um, net. Profit dollars or gross net profit dollars matter as well. So I don't get too much into accounting, but but have a plan for what kind of dollar number you're going to go after as the most simple metric. There's going to be other things too, and then kind of work backwards. So if my three year goal is to be at five million, maybe next year I want to be at three. You know, um, and I want to have X percent profit margin. It's going to take me a little while to get there, and so we write that down, and the whole team knows what it is, and then. Um, we backtrack from that a little bit and go, all right, well, this quarter, what do we have to do in order to move us towards that goal? And within the company, everybody has somewhere between one and five uh, quarterly objectives. Um, in, in, in the book Traction, they call them rocks. I won't get into that whole analogy right now, but some of you may be familiar with that. And And what we want to do there is take some kind of action that's moving us towards that annual goal. So at the end of the quarter, we can go, hey, was this completed or not? And if it wasn't completed, why not? And how do we get it done? And 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 then and then we'll review it a long time. So uh, over time, so we have a detailed plan for the whole year, but we're also reviewing it. So that's kind of like I don't know, tip number one dash A, you got to review that detailed plan. You can't just set it up at the beginning of the year, wait till December thirty first and be like, well, that didn't work. Um, so every week for us as a leadership team internally, we're looking at these annual goals. Really, we're looking at the quarterly objectives more than anything. And we're just asking the question, are they are they red, yellow, or green? Are they on track? Are they off track? Uh, or are they kind of, I don't know, somewhere in the middle, right? They're making progress, but they're, they're not exactly where they need to be. And if they're off track, we need to know, hey, what needs to happen next in order to make that happen? So having that detailed plan in place for us allows us to know if we're heading in the right direction. And then we have a scorecard that helps keep us accountable to that. We review it every single week, with the numbers that we're trying to track, so that when I look at that scorecard, I can know right away. You have to have a scorecard because you know if you're watching a a a, a sport game of any kind, a sport game, an athletic game, I don't know, football, soccer. I'm not very athletic, if you can't tell. If you're watching something like that and uh, there's no scoreboard, it's actually really hard to get into the game sometimes because you know, especially in college football, you'll see these games where you know one team is like the dominant team and it's like 70 to nothing. It's not that exciting to watch. Uh But if a game is like 24 to 21 and there's one minute left in the game, what kind of intensity is present for those teams? What kind of intensity happens in order to achieve whatever the goal is, which is to win the game? Well, that's how scorecards work. That's how quarterly objectives work. That's how weekly reviews work against the detailed plan. Because we're going to look at that and go, um, you know, are we on track or off track? And if, if we're off track, I'll give you a perfect example. So we, we've grown every single year for 23 years in a row. And last year, if you didn't notice, was a little tricky, the whole COVID thing. And by tricky, I mean exceptionally difficult, the most difficult year in business I've ever encountered in 20 plus years. Um, and, you know, we got toward the end of the year and we were just off the goal. And I was like, look, we got to find a way to close some more deals and get us over the the finish line. We've finished the year 1% over the previous year. We beat it. I'll take it. Especially especially last year. But if I hadn't had a scoreboard, if I wasn't tracking, if I wasn't aware of it, I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have made progress towards it. And so, if you have a detailed plan and you have a scoreboard and you, and you review that on a regular basis, you're going to get to the end of the year and you're going to go, "Wow, look what we've done." And it may not be perfect. You might you might not hit the perfect goal. That's okay. But you're going to move towards it, and I am a big believer in progress over perfection. All right, let's look at the second one. Uh, the second tip kind of relates to everything I just said, which is set measurable goals and milestones. So you've got, you've got this big detailed plan, but you you got to break it up a little bit. Okay, so if you've got this giant revenue goal of of uh, you know ten million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or Thirty thousand dollars. Um, I mean, gosh, my first year in business, I was seventeen. and made five thousand dollars. This year, we'll do millions in sales. And um, it, that, when I was at five thousand, fifteen thousand sounded like a lot. And so you got to have a measurable goal. So maybe my annual goal, let's say it's a million dollars for e- for ease of use, right? And maybe I have a hundred thousand dollars in recurring revenue. That's only ten percent. I want to increase that. Probably that's a different conversation. And so I I know I need to make ninety thousand dollars between now and the end of the year in order to do that. And so I would break that up over the months. So if I had, I mean math hard, but if I had $900,000 that I needed to make over the year and I divide that over 12 months I go all right, well, I need to sell $75,000 per month. And so then what happens is every month, going back to the scoreboard idea, every month I have a, an indicator of whether or not I'm moving, um, Towards that or not? Am I even close? Because if I have three months out of the year, my goal was seventy-five thousand dollars per month and I've only done forty thousand dollars per month, I'm probably not gonna hit that goal. And I need to ask why. Like, is there a reason? Was the goal unrealistic? Is it is it even attainable? Um because that's possible too. You can set a goal too high. And I'm not a big believer in like resetting goals though. So like uh last year during COVID, our goal numbers were quite a bit higher because we started the year not realizing the, what we we're going to be dealing with. And, um, you know, once things kind of went crazy and everything started shutting down, we started wondering or thinking internally as a leadership team, well, should we reset our goal? Cause we're, we're not, there's not a realistic way for us to get to where we need to go based on where we were at by the middle of the year. And, um, and we're like, no, you know, we're we're just gonna, we're gonna potentially miss the goal. We're gonna work really hard to get there and we're going to beat last year. But, but if we can't get all the way there, that's okay. And we're going to know why. Like it wasn't always in our hands. But I'll break that down by milestones along the way so we know what's going on and we're not, um, you know, we're not stuck uh, at month number 10 going, oh, shoot, like I'm not even close. You should know that you're not going to hit the goal way before you don't hit the goal. Um, so you have time to make adjustments and maybe maybe you can pivot enough to get it right. And number three, um, I, you have to use some kind of productivity planner, um, and I would even say like maybe project management tool as well. You can kind of add that to the list. You have to have a way to keep track daily of what's going on. You need you need something, whether it's a, a physical one in writing. I mean, I love um, Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner, for example. Um, uh, Don Miller has a great planner he uses with the Hero in a Mission course, which we teach a lot of that uh, material as well. Uh, those are great tools that are easy. Uh, the Hero in a Mission one, actually, I can get you if you're interested Just shoot me an email or reply to this uh, podcast uh, stuff, and um, we can get you kind of the documents for that. It's You can actually print them out. It's great. But you got to have a plan so that you, you, at the end of the day, you're going, hey, I know what I did today, and I can look back and, and know that it was done. We use a project management system as well. Uh, what we use internally is teamwork.com. Um, I'm not a paid sponsor for them. We do have an affiliate link, though. If you want me to send you that, that'd be great. Um, and what Teamwork does is I can log in at any time and not only see what I need to get done, but see what the whole company is getting done. Are we on track? Are we off track? How many late tasks do we have? Who are those late tasks um, attributed to? What needs to happen in order to make that right? So you got to have some kind of system or plan to put that in place. So you think about these big ideas. They seem simple, but a lot of people don't do them. And the reason a lot of people don't make traction is because they don't do these things. Have a detailed plan, set measurable goals and milestones, and maintain the use of a productivity planner. And and I would add a project management system of some sort. Um, Many people think that um, these tips as applying to business, but they should be applied personally for your life as well. So like I said earlier, I wish that my wife and I had started doing these things internally a lot better. But this year, Maybe it was last year, was the first time we did sit down and go, hey, you know what? Let's use the same systems I'm using for the business at home because I don't want my home to be run by a whirlwind either. And gosh, I mean, I got five kids and it can be a whirlwind. Um, and nobody wants that. Uh, it, I want to look back and go, wow, we made intentional progress. Great things do not happen on accident. They happen on purpose. And so be a person of purpose. In order to be a person of purpose, you got to have a plan in order to achieve whatever that goal or mission is. When you do these things for yourself, you'll know what to focus on. You'll know what to do despite how you feel. You'll make progress every day on your life goals, both business and personal. And you'll get enough done every day that you don't feel like you're wasting your life. I don't know about you, but that is not a feeling that I want to feel, especially when I'm 75 years old, um, when I can't change it. Most of you listening to this right now can change it. So do. Um, So that you can experience a sense of meaning and purpose in life. If you want some great, additional tools, resources, and training for this, Uh, we've got a link that you can use that will get you access to an incredible online library. It's very affordable. It's like less than 300 bucks a year, less than 30 bucks a month, less than a cup of coffee a week by the end of the day. Well, it depends on what kind of fancy coffee you're getting. If you go to businessbuilderstraining.com, you can get access to this, businessbuilderstraining.com, and you'll get a step-by-step plan Uh, to grow your business. You'll get uh, clear materials on how to build out this type of productivity planner, how to set goals for yourself, um, and some really excellent training that digs into this in a lot more detail than I have time to do today. So be a person of purpose this year or this season and, and, and make progress, intentional progress. And when you do that, you're going to look back and be like, man, I'm so glad uh, that I made those changes. Write these things down. If there's one thing I could tell you, write them down on paper. I mean, you can put them on a computer too, but but put them on paper. And when you do, you're going to find that you're much more likely. There's real data behind this. You'll actually achieve it. So go to training.com. That's businessbuilderstraining.com. No spaces or dashes or anything. And you get access to this training. I think you'll really find it valuable. Love to hear from you uh, in a few months or maybe a year and uh, and hear how this made an impact on you. Until next time, thanks for listening to another episode of Building a Business That Lasts. We're, we're on a mission to help people build a business without being worn out and stressed out and ready to quit. My name is Jay Owen. I'm your host, and I'm so thankful for your time today. All the best.